What's up, beautiful people? It's me, Ricky Jones Jury, with another episode of um, Unapologetically Christian. I'm still trying to figure it out, still trying to get it. Y'all work with me and bear with me, but on this here podcast, I have the pleasure, the opportunity, and the honor to talk to talk with uh, dope Christians doing awesome things for the kingdom of God. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a treat so much so. I wrote an intro, okay? Well, I didn't write it. Uh, I have an intro, okay? And just to show you the caliber of individual that will be on today's podcast, okay? So before y'all look at her, because y'all see her already, before she talks, I have an intro. And it reads like this. What's up, beautiful people? In this video, I am going to be talking with Miss Randy J. Norman about her career as a speaker, writer, singer, and actor. Miss Randy is an incredibly impactful person who has been featured in film, stage plays, and more. She uses her voice to blaze stages each time she's on the mic. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to hear what she has to say as I'm sure you'll be impressed at some point of this podcast. Without further ado, Miss Randy Y'all see her. Yeah, see it. Excitement is real. Oh my God, the one delivery, RJJ. Excitement is real. I'm excited for all that this will be, and the conversation that we will have. What I said. Here's the thing. Uh huh. Um, I guess I can put it out there because we're here. Uh, oftentimes, I just go for it. Yes. I do podcasts. I just go for it. Uh-huh. This time, I prayed. Amen. I prayed. <laughs> I sought the Lord. Asked the Ask the God. Uh-huh. Ask God, what is it that we should talk about? Uh-huh. What is it that I should say? How should this flow? What would you want for this to be? And it started with an intro. Come on, hold spirit. Intro and a title. Oh, well, before I do the intro, how are you doing today? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> with the title, I already did the intro. You doing good? I'm not. Okay. Day's doing good? It's, it's, it's going good. Now, if y'all listening to this, y'all need to go and see this because the hair is on point. Like, we got the the blonde with the pink in that bad boy. It is everything that you should see. Okay. Now, how long did that take? Uh, uh, well, you know, you know, you never really know how long, okay. you know, a thing is going to take. And, you know, so you're in the line, maybe two hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. You know. It looks nice, though. How long is the upkeep for that? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you have to do every morning? Oh, so I tie it down at night. I get up in the morning. I fluff it, oh. and I might three or both people. Like that. Like that. And then... You're done good. <laughs> You're done good. And uh, if you're looking too long, she's married. She has a husband. I do. By the name of the Honorable Deacon Gary Norman. That's my brother man right there. He holds his own, so I'll be to say much about that. And also have two children as yeah. well. Uh, the Layla as well as Trey Man Trey, yeah, which yeah. is growing up tremendously. Like, yeah. boy has swag, growing up, and personality. Yeah, you, you know, we always say that has great things in store for him. I remember y'all saying that yes. years ago. Years ago. And we steadily walking in it. Steadily walking in it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's unfolded. There it is. Uh-huh. Daily. Daily. Might to God. Hmm. Mm-hmm. As we say now, wave after wave. Wave after wave. Oh! Wave after wave. Wave after wave. Oh, and a little clap, clap. Yeah. See, Randy wanted you to sing, and yeah. now she's getting, maybe. <laughs> she's getting what she wanted. But uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into this podcast because I'm excited. Like I said, I prayed. I sought the Lord yes. about the direction of this here podcast. Okay. And God gave me a 
not gave me a title because I feel like it's like nothing new, right? Something you've heard before. But nonetheless, uh, we will talk under the umbrella of Miss Randy being a creative of the kingdom of God, <laughs> right? In the intro, I talked about you being a speaker, a writer, um, a songwriter, a poet, and a singer, and all those different things like that for over 20 years. Like, how has that been a part of your life? And how how does how is that? Um, that you're doing all those different things. Like, what is that like? It is sheerly by the grace of God. Mm. Um, every, every gift has been unpacked like little by little. Mm. And it's been as a result of the people that God has connected me to. Yeah. Um, and giving him my yes, just mm-hmm. yielding to where he wants me to go, who he wants me to connect with, mm-hmm. even when things look a little crazy mm-hmm. and ridiculous, like, I don't understand why you sending me over there. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't do that. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I've said over the years, and I've shared with people over the years, I should tell that on a right. Okay. You know, I, wow. I was petrified of a microphone. Oh, wow. The first time I think I sang on the mic as a little girl um, ended in, like, before we even got into the song, mm. running off crying. Wow. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm good with that. Wow. Um, um, and even so much, so I was probably a senior in college. Mm. So this was, I was in college for five and a half years. So this is that fifth year mm-hmm. before I actually probably even like sang in my music fraternity for women, uh, like saying, did anything solo. I played clarinet. I was a musician, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, oh, wait a minute. Why are you not doing that? Yeah. Cause I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just over the years, it has been God gradually unpacking and working some things out in me mm-hmm. and bringing people into my life that would help to pull things out and help to um, help to um, slough off things that didn't belong. Okay. Okay. I like right? that. I um, mean, help, help to prune, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Help to prune. And so I'm ever so grateful for those types of relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. So you said you played the clarinet. You've been doing that for years. How long have you been doing that? knowing that you switched over at Walfe switched over, but you started singing your latter years of college. So how long have you been playing an instrument? Yeah, so I started playing clarinet, what, seventh grade? Mm. I think seventh grade, so middle okay. school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and that's how I met my husband. Is. God. In the band. Okay. Yeah. So we were band heads. I met him in the eighth grade. Wow. Um, and then um, played all through high school and then went off to college and mm-hmm. – was in symphonic band my freshman year of college and then i pledged a music fraternity for women and that was all around that i think i did one semester of gospel choir while i was in college i was like yeah okay i'm good i'm gonna focus on my studies that's enough is you know that's enough but i focus on my studies down i don't really do that right (laughs) i knew you were in the sorority however i thought it was for singing though it's not a singing sorority it is it's music it's all it's all music you know and so Ladies who join, they play instruments and they sing, and some of them do theatrical singing. Okay. So we have a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. So everything from gospel choir to, um, to concert choir, and symphonic band, marching band, you got all of it. You got the theater kids, you got all of it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So speaker, yeah. how long has the speaking part of who you are been unpacked in your life? Oh, uh, man. Um... I probably did not really start speaking a lot until uh, while I was in college. Okay. 
Um, but this has been the thing, and you'll find this theme kind of running throughout my life, okay. and that um, people were always able to see something in me mm-hmm. that um, I didn't acknowledge about myself, or I was afraid to see about myself, or I didn't see about myself. And and I and a lot of times I'll say now, knowing what I know now, is that God doesn't really tell other people things about you that he hasn't already shared with you. About yourself, correct. Right? So, mm-hmm. like, that's just correct. how he operates. Correct. And so, you always know, even if it's just, like, you knowing, you're knowing. Like, there's, there's just a knowing mm-hmm. about who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether or not you want to acknowledge that or not. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so, he's always placed people in my life who were like, yeah, I know what you say, but no, you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, that was my story all through middle school it was oh i know you don't want to be sexual leader but guess what you are oh, you know oh i know you don't want to be band captain but guess what we voted you in anywhere ah you know i know you don't want to be president but guess what we put you on the ballot and we're just telling you wow. because we voted you in you know it was that kind of thing happening to me all throughout and so it was in college it was like yeah so you're going to MC the program mm. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, it's too late. It's printed and it's going to be you. And you are on the list. Yeah, what? Wow. What? Wow. Okay, so that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I can say that God really began to cultivate even that side of, of me mm-hmm. um, as a result of being at Revenge Truth Ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so much of who I am mm-hmm. today and what you see today mm-hmm. is directly as a result of who God connects at me with wow. at Revealing Truth Ministry. No doubt. While there were seeds sown all along the way, God watered that. Watered. Watered. And sent me to people and it was in him sending me to Miss Ireland. Okay. Um, who was over the drama ministry um, at the time. Yes. And um, it was, I was petrified. Like, I knew, God had already told me that I was going to go to drama. Okay. And I said, mm-mm. And there we go again. No, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, yeah, you are. And so this is what I knew. I knew, like, I just, I just knew that if I encountered her, if I ran into her, mm-hmm that she was going to ask me when I was coming to drama. Wow. And then I was going to tell her, when do you want me there? Mm -hmm. And I was going to be there. Okay. Like, I knew that that's how that was going to play out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so every time I saw her, I literally went the other way. There it is. There it is. I already knew that was coming. Mm -hmm. I I went the other way. Yeah. And one thing. There was always that one. There's there's always that one. One day. That's all it took. One day. Mm. I didn't see her coming. Mm. I didn't see her. She saw you. I didn't see her. My Lord. Mm. It almost ran right into Oh, oh. The day was the day. <laughs> that was the day. The day was the day. How <laughs> misled it. Oh. It was that. So when you come to draw, I'm somebody that played out just. Word, like, word. Just like I knew in my Noah it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you come to draw, when you want me there. Monday? Okay, I'll be there. Mm. Just like that. Bam, bam. Just like that. Okay. Be more careful. Just like that. Just mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of began the, okay, speaking like in front of people mm-hmm. and 
needed to be able to trust and rely on the Holy Spirit to be able to move at his pace because my very first assignment, I hadn't been in drama two weeks. And mm. I had been to one rehearsal. Wow. My first assignment was to minister with her at a women's conference. Wow. Wow. Just like that. Just like that. Wow. And women's conference for us are like big stage events, right? Just to put everybody in the perspective of what she talk about. Like yeah. that's that's the stage in which a lot of things catapult wrong at our church. So Wow. Yeah. Just like that. First yeah. time a part of the drama, you doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just like that. And to know Miss Ireland, too, is to know that Miss Ireland does not write a script. Okay. All right. She doesn't do any of that. Okay. She says, wow, you know, of course, drama teams, you have script writers, you mm -hmm. have all that. Mm -hmm. And so we have all that. Mm -hmm. But on this particular occasion, it was like, no, we just got the assignment. You're going. I'm going, so we're going to do this. Mm. And because it was an off-site event um, in Orlando, we're going to do this. Mm. Okay. And she said, this is what God gave me. Okay. So she told me concept for what we're going to do, kind of beginning, middle, ends, how it's going to come together. Okay. Now, you see the whole of those stuff. Please, let me tell you what we're going to Just like that. What? Yeah, the choice immediately. I've been here one week. She didn't care. Well, you go to this church. I know you know the Lord. You know it. Seek him. Seek him. <laughs> How it started. How it started. Wow. How it started. Wow. And then yeah. since then, I mean, you've done film. You've done stage plays. Like, how do you think that moment has prepared you for the moments that you recently walked in? It's been everything. Mm -hmm. It's been everything because mm -hmm. it's been about, from the, like you said, out the gate, it was, you speak, see the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And let him direct you and tell mm -hmm. you how to bring that to light. Mm -hmm. How how to bring what he wants to say to light. Yeah. Mm. I dig that. You know, that. and it's and it's been that mm -hmm. all along the way. Mm -hmm. To just trust him. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, and it's like also trusting that he's already prepared you because we always say all the time that if we believe that God is preparing us for what's next. And we have to believe that he has prepared us for what's now. Well, very true. Very true. Right. And so it's trusting that he's prepared you mm -hmm. for what you need to carry out the assignment mm -hmm. before you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was, that was the training that I was doing. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah. For the now. Yeah. Now that's good. So even being trained and now being a creative that's steadily growing and probably more to be unpacked, um, how do you feel like your role as a creative and as a Christian, knowing that the things that you are creating is establishing the kingdom, bringing others to the kingdom and shining light for the kingdom of God? Like how how does that play in your whole creative process or as you are before people like, do you think with that in mind or you just God, whatever it is you want me to say, I'm going to do what you need me to do and I'm going to let your light so shine and others going to glorify you. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, especially in the moment, it's mm -hmm. always, you know, whatever you want, God. Yep. Um, and my husband is always telling me, you better be careful. You better change when you're free to that. <laughs> I said, well, I can't help it. That's what he gets. I said, whatever you want, God. So that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, however, I, when I, what I do know is that, and it was, even as I was thinking about coming here and doing a podcast mm -hmm. today, mm -hmm. um, the Holy Spirit was talking to me about Noah mm. and how, you know, Noah, Noah ain't know nothing about building an ark. True. 
He knew nothing about building. Ain't seen the art, right? Um, he knew nothing about building. No, mm-hmm. no, it was a farmer. Mm-hmm. He knew nothing about building. Mm-hmm. But God asked him to become a thing, to build something for Him. Wow. And he was building something for Him mm-hmm. to sustain life. True. Right. And in God talking to me about Noah today, it was like. You know, I always talk about how one of my favorite scriptures, and this actually came from my time in drama, was to become all things to all men so that some may be saved. Yes, yes. And so it is, I'll, I do think about the fact that it's whatever, God, whatever you want me to become. Mm. And so Noah became a builder. Mm. He became a carpenter. Mm-hmm. And he had to listen to God on every step along the way in order to know how to build what he wanted him to build mm-hmm. for what was coming. Yes. Yep. Right. To be a part of what he was building. Mm-hmm. Right. So he had to listen to him all along the way, because if he had not listened to him and he had built a tugboat, the elephant wouldn't fit. No. If he, if he had built a rowboat, the giraffe wouldn't fit. True. Right. If he hadn't built it to the exact specifications that God had wanted him to build it to. And there's no way that the chicken and the wolf could both be in the ark. Very true. Very true. Right. And so he had to build it to those specifications. Mm -hmm. So Noah had to listen Mm -hmm. and to trust God every step of the way, even though he didn't know what he was doing out the gate, he had to trust that the guy that he served did know what he was doing. Right, right. And so, and I think about that because what I do know and what I have learned over the years, and I'm so grateful for it, is that God is the master of my footsteps. Mm-hmm. He is the limp into my feet, yeah. the light into my path. And yeah. it is the written word, and it is the rhema word that allows me to walk out the steps that he's ordered for me, mm-hmm. even when something may seem silly, because Lord knows it probably all seems silly to mm-hmm. all of those mm-hmm. who were around Noah. Mm-hmm. Major. All th- so you mean something you have to stop doing, because what Noah was doing was good. Mm-hmm. Because Noah was considered righteous. Right. The Bible says that he... That God saw all the rest of the people. It was like, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Y'all out here clowning. Y'all mm-hmm. out here tripping. Nobody else is suitable to be saved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? He is right here, but he found Noah righteous. Yeah. So what Noah was doing, what he had his hands to do was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But God was calling him to stop doing mm-hmm. the good thing. Mm-hmm. 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 To now do the now thing. Yeah. Yeah. In preparation for who was coming. To come. Yep. Right? And so it is. God, whatever it is that you want me to become today, even though I know what I'm doing is good mm-hmm. because you said to do that. But if you want me to do this other thing and become this other thing, then I'm willing to become this other thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it is, it is, it is that it's the same message, mm-hmm. but it's a different vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the same message. Yeah. Oh, and, I, and I can only believe that Noah was still singing of God's goodness. He was still, he was still exemplifying God's goodness and God's grace and who he believed God was and God's love to all the people and the things that he was doing. He was exemplifying all of that. Mm-hmm. He just needed to do that in another way. And this yeah. time it was now going to be to take care of all the two by two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what that was going to look like. And so it just looked different, mm-hmm. but it was the 
same message, mm. the same message. Mm-hmm. See, he had to become something else. And I do, and I think about that because as a creative, sometimes we can get caught up in who we are today and okay. even the labels that people will put on. Okay. Because okay. people will call you singer. Mm-hmm. People will call you podcaster. Mm-hmm. People will call one dancer. Mm-hmm. People will call, they will call you all, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. They will put all sorts of labels mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. But it only matters what God is calling you to be today. For who he is drawing to you, because there is something about who you stand as today mm. that will cause them to say, who is that guy that you see? Mm. What is it about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and they will never see him mm. if you don't become that thing that is he true. wants you to become. That is true. And so there's a totally different group of people mm-hmm. who will meet Jesus as a result mm-hmm. of me being a poet. Yes. There's a different group of people who will meet Jesus as a result of me being an actress. Yes. As a result of me being a singer. Mm. Like there's a different group of people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, okay, God, mm-hmm. whatever you want me to be for you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be. I love that. How hard is that? Because people hear what you're saying, right? And it's like, it's easy for some may say it's easy for you to do all that you're doing because you know that you can sing, you know that you can write, or um, you know that you can author a book. However, somebody might be listening, thinking, "Well, I don't, I don't feel like I can do what God is sharing with me to do. How do I step out in doing that so that I can be the one that's preparing the way for those to come?" One of the things that Pastor Post said, um, he used to say. That God doesn't need your ability. He needs your availability. Just like that. Ask the Pope. Strikes again. Always old time. Come on with another pearl of wisdom. I'll call it that. Yeah. Always teaching. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Mm, very true. When we just yield ourselves, all God needs is our yes. Yeah. He needs a willing vessel that he can fill with whatever he wants to fill with. Mm. Um, perfect like example. I used to say all the time I don't write. Okay. I don't write. Mm. Write, I don't write, I don't write. Mm. And I technically never really wrote anything. Okay. Until one night. Okay. Until. Hmm. And literally, I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was like, oh, there's something. Like, I need to get this out. I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what is it? Mm-hmm. I grabbed my phone. It was. It had to be about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. I grabbed my phone. I went to the bathroom, and I sat down, and I just started typing. Mm. I started typing. And it was just coming, 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 coming. And it was coming so fast. Nice. So it was like water coming out of a fire hydrant. Like it was so fast. Mm. And so, like, you know, you got all the misspellings and all the things because yeah. it's coming so fast. It's the middle of the night. I try to see all of the things. Right, correct, correct. And so when I finish, then Holy Spirit says to read it again. So I read it to correct all the typos. Okay. I cre- correct all of those. And then I felt this relief. Mm. And so I literally closed my phone. I got back in the bed and I went to sleep. Wow. And so when I woke up the next morning, I thought I was dreaming. And I opened my phone and sure enough, there it was. Yeah. What? It's still coming. Okay. Then the Holy Spirit told me that I needed to show it to another poet. Okay. Um, that was at church mm-hmm. and who served in drama with me. Okay. Um, Jason McGriff. Uh, he said, mm-hmm. he said, you need to show it to him. And I, I was like, all right. So next time... We came to church. I pulled up my phone and I showed it to him. And I, we were standing in the vestibule and he read it and he was standing there. He had tears in his eyes and he was like, oh, you have to minister that. Wow. 
That's what we talking about. There you go again. Somebody <laughs> pushing you. Listen. There you go again. Because I had a strong reflexive note. Yes. I, I had a strong reflexive note. As times of the past. Yes. That ain't stopping that, nothing. That, right. <laughs> right. And so he said, you're going to minister that. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And so there, and this is what he didn't know. So he says, all right, let me call him his eye. Yeah. So mm-hmm. next thing I know, all of a sudden, here she come. Wow. Now, what he didn't know was that Holy Spirit had already told me mm-hmm. that my only response to Miss Irisman was, whatever you need, Miss I. There it is. That's all I was permitted to say to her. Mm-hmm. So anything that she asked of me, my response had to be so that she was breaking down that reflexive note. Mm-hmm. My automatic response to her had to be, whatever you need, Miss I. Mm-hmm. Now look at him. She, he go to her. Hello. She immediately. Immediately. She reads it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we minister in two weeks, so mm. you won't be doing that. Mm. What? <laughs> there you go again. In two weeks. Uh. What else? Oh, the media turned around. The media was that. Oh. That was the first piece I had ever written, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I had ever done a spoken word. Wow. On platform. Wow. First time ever. Mm. And even leading up to all of that, I, I, I had read it, right? I had mm. never actually spoken it. So me and Jason got together one night for a rehearsal and we're sitting there with Antoine. Mm. Antoine at the time was playing keys for the okay. ministry. Okay. And so we went into his office and he was like, you know, I'm going to just play. Mm. So he's just playing. And then he says, all right. And Jason says, Miss Randy. And so now this is the first time that I'm actually uttering God, the word. Wow. And when I tell you, I wept. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wept. Yep. Because it was the first time that I, I had ever truly felt mm. the fullness of the power of God mm-hmm, mm-hmm. flow through my being. Mm-hmm. I never knew mm-hmm. what that could feel like. I yeah. never felt like it was his words. Mm-hmm. He wrote them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm giving utterance mm-hmm. to him. It blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it that that moment did something in me. Yes. It it changed. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. It shifted everything. God, you mean to tell me I could be your mouthpiece? Mm-hmm. 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 Like you me? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. But then I also met, and it helped me to understand some of the struggles that I had had okay. before. Because while oftentimes young adults you might struggle with um, addictions of different types, and, yeah. you know, and all of that, right. you know, you struggle with drinking and right. smoke, like, right. don't, the typical stuff, that wasn't my, mm-hmm. that wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. My struggle was my mouth. Gotcha. Gotcha. My struggle was my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I cussed like a sailor. Gotcha. Oh, wow. See, I, I would have never thought it. I would have never thought it. I cussed like a sailor. Okay. And that helped me to put into perspective. Yes. What the enemy was trying to pervert. Yep. Was the power mm. of my tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
because sweet water and bitter water can't flow from the same. Flow from the same fountain. That's so true. Mm. And so it was then too that I began to realize what was happening. Yeah. And why it was important that even that that had to shift. Mm -hmm. And when that course correction was made, it was like, oh, okay. And then I understood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Let's just soak in that, right? Mm -hmm. The fountain, the God giving you words, the talking and sharing with a person, the then the person go to speak to the other person that could be the only person that could make you say, well, not make you say yes, but get the yes from you. And then being connected with somebody that can play the keys that could then allow for the music to be playing while you vocalize the words for the very first time. And then you be filled and flowing with the Holy Spirit and recognition that it's God flowing through you. And it's not you that is doing what you're doing. And no, it wasn't a dream when you were downloaded the words. It was an actuality because you're looking at it. But now you're speaking and saying it for the first mm -hmm. time. And then God is saying what God is saying mm -hmm. through you, through the words that he gave you mm -hmm. in the midst of that room mm -hmm. for you to be able to then do it probably what a week from then. Like all these things are lining up together all as a reminder of God is with you. Your tongue is for him mm -hmm. and others will be edified through him mm -hmm. because of your willingness to say yes. Like just yeah. pause with the idea of yes. Sulu. Right. The power of yes. Yeah. Yeah. The power of yes. And every yes matters. Every yes. Let's, let's start right there. Every yes matters. Right. How would you unpack that? It's, see, if it's the yes to drama, it's the yes to Miss Ireland, it's the yes to I'll show Jason, it's the yes, like every yes matters. Yes. Because it becomes the community of creatives too that you are around. Nice. Oh, that's good. Because there's something about a community of creatives. Yes. They understand yes. the, the thought process. They understand... Um, even the self doubt sometimes mm. they understand they, mm -hmm. they understand being misunderstood. Yes. They they understand the vulnerability. Mm. They understand what it feels like to walk into a newness of mm -hmm. a new gift, a new uh, a new area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They understand all of that. And so true. there's your community yeah. of creative mm. will also help to prune you and mm. help to grow you and mm -hmm. help to stretch you. But you have to trust that God has placed you in their lives and them in your lives for purpose. Yes. And stay yes when mm -hmm. he's sending you to them. Yes. Yep. 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 Now that's so true. You know, because oftentimes we, we may not understand why he's sending us to be a part of a community of creators. Mm -hmm. And that's not for us to understand. It's only for us to give our yes. True. That's good. To trust that if, 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 if you believe that Holy Spirit is telling you to go and connect with this group. Yeah. Then there's purpose in that. Very true. And it may have nothing to do with the thing itself, mm -hmm. but it may have everything to do with the people that are in the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Because even even with that, part of my my testimony and part of my journey was God sending me to our dance ministry. Mm -hmm. 
He sent me to our dance ministry, and I felt I do remember that. Okay, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Which is crazy that you even remember that because mm-hmm. I never ministered a day of that. Mm-hmm. But you talked about it before. I have talked mm-hmm. about it before mm-hmm. because he he sent me there in my heart. And I went to. I was at a practice. You were at a practice. Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm telling in my heart for that. Yes, yes. I mean, you do Zumba and everything. I mean, I do. I do a little Zumba. You know, but, you know, I'm a tap dancer. Okay. You know, I'm a tap dancer. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Happy toes. Happy toes. Yeah. You know? And Holy Spirit sent me to our dance ministry. And at the time, I was like, I don't know why we're going over there, but okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going over there. And I know now mm-hmm. he sent me to Rashonda. Gotcha. Who gotcha. at the time was uh, the director mm-hmm. of the dance ministry. Mm-hmm. And he sent me to her because one thing about Rashonda is if you come in the dance, I don't care what's going on with you. Dancing is what you're going to do. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't care how you feel about your body. I don't care about what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you ate wrong today. No excuse. No, none. Mm-hmm. So again, he sent me to people mm-hmm. who don't take excuse. There it is. Put that X down. Put it down. Yeah. Put it down. And so we, I went through the orientation. And in the orientation, it was, if you're going to leave at I am, I'm still a, I'm still a plus size girl. Mm-hmm. But I was probably a smooth 85 pounds heavier. Okay. Than okay. Okay. Right. Gotcha. But if they were leaping, mm-hmm. I was leaping. There it is. If they was running, you running. I'm, okay. If they was rolling on the floor, I guess I'm rolling too. <laughs> it was all of those. Yes. And Rashonda, at the end of it, it is you have to um, choreograph your own piece with all of the tools that she's giving you to know orientation. You pick your music and you choreograph your own piece. Wow. Um, and then you have to minister to that. And that is your final mm-hmm. before actually being able to then minister mm-hmm. on with the team. Mm-hmm. And I remember rehearsing mm-hmm. and, and like, oh, God, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could do this. And that day. So when I was sitting at the keyboard and I was that was the first time I spoke it kind yeah. of word. Yeah. That day doing the piece that I had choreographed, when I tell you I boo cried afterwards mm-hmm. because that was the first time I have filled the entire space. Gotcha. Because I was always like it's too much of me. Gotcha. And so I stay in my box. Okay. I can't move all of me. I'm not mm-hmm. moving all of this around. That's gonna be I can't do that. That's a distraction for me and everybody else and all of the things. I'm not doing all of that. And it was going through there that I learned how to allow God to embody all of me. Yeah. How to be fully expressive and to use my entire facility wow. to articulate what he wanted wow. to say. Wow. 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 And he had to send me to her. Yes. To do that. Specifically. So true. In order for me to even do the to do the things that I do today, mm. people see me and I'm I'm Full of expression, and I'm 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 full like I, I fully embody all that I do. Um, but that piece was what had to happen. That made the person you are today. Wow. So that yes mattered. That yes mattered again. Yeah, and it was no coincidence that literally 
after shift finished, I never danced a day because it was right after that. The announcement came that it was praise team auditions. The Holy Spirit said, you need to go over there. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I did. And so then I couldn't be afraid then to even say that, oh, it's going to be a waste. It was a waste of my time then to go through all of this. I don't went through all these orientations. I'd have been at rehearsal for two, three months. You know, I done did all of this. And now I ain't even going to get the day. Like, I ain't even going to get it. It was never about that. It wasn't about that. It was never about that. It was about that, yes. But it was also about building that tool in your tool belt to be the person that you are today. Because to your point, when you do and you are doing your poetry, you are giving motions, you're giving life, you're giving energy, you're doing all of the things that you most likely now learning, learned during orientation and dance. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was getting comfortable in my full being. Yes. Right, so that I could learn how to literally feel God from my toes to my fingertips. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to take all of that. Mm-hmm. And it does take all of that. It does take all of that. It takes all of that. It does. That's the truth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. So knowing and hearing the impact that the yes was for you, establishing the community, establishing the capabilities, the awareness of the anointing that's been within you, right? But then coming into contact with it from your voice to your body motions. What do you think your yes meant to the future of your children? Oh, Ricky. <laughs> I- it's everything mm-hmm. because like, I know what God has shown me of mm-hmm. children. Yes. Yes. And I also know the generational curses that have been a okay. part of my many. Okay. Okay. Right? And so I know that it stops here. Mm. Done deal. Fear stood no go. There it is. Is it no go? Mm-hmm. And so my children have to see what it looks like to you. Feel it. Oh, that's good. And walking out the things of God. That's so good. They yeah. have to see it. Mm-hmm. And they are seeing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have to see what it looks like to be surrounded by people who are going to encourage you mm-hmm. when you doubt. Mm-hmm. And so we have built a community around them to yep. encourage them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm to see beyond what they can see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all along to the way I want to, I want them to see, I want to model it and be a demonstration yeah. of that for them so that they know that this is the blueprint. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't walk this thing out by ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whatever we think we don't have, that's a line of the enemy. There it is. Mm-hmm. Cause it's already in us. Cause it's already in. Mm-hmm. It's already in. It's already. It's just that community to help bring it out. That's it. Build it out. That's it. Allow for you to see what's already been instilled within you. No, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Cause as a parent, right? As a father, I do think about legacy, right? That's yeah. one of the main things that we're even taught about in our church. But also just knowing that legacy is a daily process. And so, as far as the establishment of it. And knowing that our kids watch us do what we do. Um, So I can only imagine the joy and the excitement that your children have while watching you do what you do. Yeah. All right. And so speaking of, let me ask you this. Like, what was, still with the kids, what was one of the moments where 
your children came up to you after you did what you did and you were like, oh, wow, they truly saw mommy do X. So one of the one of the moments was during uh, Maverick City's tour. And when we came, when we came to Tampa and we were at the amphitheater and I'm standing and I never know. Uh, we never know where you're going to end up being placed until that night. So it's not like, like I can even tell them, well, I'm doing a rain sign on the stage. I'm doing lift size. I bought the tickets. We were to see them. <laughs> and that night, their seats were on this side, and I happened to have gotten placed on this. Wow. Um, and so I'm sitting up there, and literally I can see my kid. Wow. And when they see me, that's <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't look at it. Right, right. Because they're just glowing and beaming and they're waving, yeah. you know, and I'm like. <laughs> they saw, they see, they saw and they see. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. And that's what it's, that's what it's all about. It's about them seeing and knowing that there is nothing to be for God. And that's not even a That's good. Like it's a, it's a, it's a great thing, but it's, it's not a big thing. Like, what else she got, God? What else she got? So I think now, like you just dropped something that I don't know if everybody caught. What you did just say was that you are one of the singers on tour with Maverick City Worship. One of the things that you've done, right? On tour, Maverick City. Okay, the Grammy Award-winning Maverick City. Um, that's a thing. We threw it out there, but, you know, just to make sure everybody put some respect on her name. She also is a Zuber instructor, okay? That is a, one of the things that she does as well. She's also an author, right? She says she don't write. We threw it out there a couple times, but if we were just to check her repertoire, there is a book under her name, right? Uh, but then she's also written poetry, countless, countless poetry. She's also been featured on music, right? And has the whole out al- cool al- what how did the album work with you and uh, Red Tober? With Red Tober, so that was literally one day he came to me and he was like, Sis, um Holy Spirit has given me a project and he told me to ask you to collab with me. Wow. I was like, oh, okay. All right. And so as always happens when things come, you know, I'm like, okay, God, am I doing this? And he's like, yeah. I say, okay. And I always say, I'm right either. Okay. There you um, You know, and so he sent me the tracks um, and he sent me the timestamps on where he wanted, you know, what he wanted. So I would know how long the pieces needs to be and things like that. And so literally it is me putting the headphones on Listening and saying, okay, God, what you want to say? What you want to say? Um, and so that's literally how that how that came to be. And as most things come to be, it's usually somebody is like, hey, you know, God showed me you to do this thing, you know, and and it's either, oh, he gave me something, but I didn't know what it's for, but I got this. We go, you know, or it is okay. Well. Let's see what that said to the Lord. And we'll see what happens. Because he's the writer. Because he's the writer, not me. 
<laughs> what was it like at the end of it, right? So you say yes to JT Red Tolberg, yeah. and you all are in the studio recording all that good stuff, and then you come to the end. Like, what did that feel like? Yeah, to know that you've collabed with an artist to do music, and you have spoken pieces and melodies and things on an art piece like how what 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 was that finish or she what was that philly at the end it's always all okay i love that um it always is and i i weep a lot <laughs> because i it's always standing on of when i get to do mm-hmm. what god allows me to do um and so that project was no different it was he he has such a um jt red tober has such a sweet spirit very true very true and so everything that he produces kind of has that on it i i can sense that now that you say that um and so doing that project with him it was just like you know you just can't help but feel the presence of god yeah um and i was so grateful that and honored i mean you you could ask anybody you know, but hey, um, but God laid it on your heart for you to ask me, you know, and, and I still have that, like, really, like me, God has, like, been in everything, I still have that, because it don't have to be. So very true. Like, it, it never has to be, it, it never has to be. Um, and so, no matter where I go, um, and the other day I was meeting with I was meeting with this agent and, um, cause that's a whole nother story. Um, and so, and they asked, you know, to send your resume. And one of the things that is one of the things that God had began the process of having me to prepare to do was to capture all of the things that I had been able to do good in all of the categories that I've been able to do them. And he started me doing that maybe about, um, two years ago. Um, might have been, might have been starting in like 2020, right? Before, right around COVID, okay. uh, that is when it was like, God was like, no, you need to capture everything. And I was like, okay. And started to put everything down on paper. Indeed. Uh, and so it was like, cause you don't need it until you need it. Correct. But when you need it, it's not the time to prepare for none of that. Cause you need it. Cause now you need it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay. You know, so I started just gathering and trying to go back and he says, the memory recall, pull stuff out and go back and find stuff and, and everything. And so now my, my, um, I call it my, my, my performance resume or my ministry resume is extensive. Um, but so when they asked me, you know, for my resume, I don't send them the condensed one. I send them everything. The exhausted version. You know, and after all. Miss got um everything from spoken word to um music recordings that have been hardened up, you know, to hosting and um stage work. Like it's just it's just got everything on it and she tells me she's like what a list. And I told and this is what I said to her. I said, It's but by the grace of God. And it is all been ministry. Because one of the things that I also learned is that for me, the the end all be all of everything that I give my yes to, it has to end with hope, love, 
freedom, peace, grace. Like it has to end with a fruit or an attribute of Christ. It has to end with that. And so if it doesn't end and leave you with that, yeah. at the end, I can't say yes to it. Because everything that my yes is attached to this ministry. Yes. It must be. Mm-hmm. If it's not that, it's a no. And so it has been all ministry. And again, he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. But I only believe that he keeps asking because I keep saying it. There's a power to yes again. Mm-hmm. But you say yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm even thinking as you're talking, I'm thinking of Found a Truth. Yeah. Um, coming out with two albums, right? Music videos, and you all doing that. Um, I'm just thinking of the many things I've seen. And all of that, like, has been. It is like again where every yes matters because. Even when we started doing Sound of Truth, it is um, a, a very, uh, Pastor Barry, uh, our worship pastor, um, and my dear, dear friend and sister, we have ministered together for so many years. Yeah. Um, but when she came and she asked me about being a part of Sound of Truth, um, she had become one of those people, too, that I knew that God sent her to my life to help to draw yes um and so we had already been on our own journey of drawing um and so when she came with that as much as i'm like okay you know i sing but i ain't no singer okay okay right I, so i i sing but i ain't no singer so you know what i'm saying like certain people say certain things and you just wonder what they talk about okay like I can't say, but I, I would say I'm a singer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but I know I can't say. So I get it all of notes. All of them. All of them. Then I honest. All of them. All of them. From soprano to baritone. Come on. All of them. Yet I'm sitting next to one that can say with an A and two ends, maybe even three. Is he talking about I'm not a singer? Listen, I'm like, I, you know, and you and you want me to record? You want me to go in a booth? Like, I don't want to hear that stuff. I, I told him nothing. I get it. Like, I get that. All of the things was going through my mind. I get that. I don't like to hear myself either, so I get it. So, I, but but I say yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Of course. I say yes. And even in that process, it is the working with the the team. It's, it's being in a room with with Verge and her encouraging me. And, oh, no, girl, we're going to put this makeup on because I ain't wearing no makeup. I'm just going to say you know, we go with this thing, it's gonna be good. You know, and it's all of those things. It is the uh, working with um, WCEM and I'm in our women's ministry yeah. and getting to know the Camille Callahan. And then um, again, um, a part of my community of creative yeah. and yeah. dear, dear friend. Um, it is working with her that it is, no girl, you gonna wait this for this fashion show? Well, first of all, why am I on stage in this session? <laughs> First of all, I'm helping to plan the show, but why do I know that your stage? No, you're, no, you're on stage. You're on stage. Um, and yeah, and this is what you're going to wear. Like, and we're going to do your hair blue. And that's when my hair got shaved off. Uh, oh, boy, a fashion show. Oh, a fashion show. I did not know that. Um, that's I, cool. I had um, another layer of yet. Another layer of yet. Um, I had 
one day I, I, I had braids or something in my hair and I took my braids out and I was staring there looking in the mirror and I was like, you know, normally when we take our hair out, we have no plan for what yeah. you have to plan. I had no plan. Okay. And I was standing there looking in the mirror and all I knew was that I wanted to cut it. Uh-huh. And so I ended up cutting all of the relaxer off of my hair. Gotcha. And so my hair was probably about really short, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, this is what it is. And there was such an emotional moment there because I didn't realize how much emotion was tied to my hair. Okay. And so after that moment, I wore my hair like that for a little bit. And then it was, we were coming up on this fashion show and Camille sends me this shot and she's like, yeah, we're going to do this to your hair. Wait a minute. I just cut my hair. I'm already having a moment. And now you want me to shave my hair. Oh, you were actually not. She's like, oh, but to know Camille. Yeah. She's like, she's like, okay. Okay, and this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so right. let me know when you did the color and when you did the hair. Oh, that's so Camille. That's so Camille. That's so Camille. Right, and so this is exactly kind of how that went down. And so um, I called up um, another one of our church members who was doing my hair at the time. I fought a trees, and I was like, hey, trees, okay, this is what I need. And literally, she, her brother had the barber shop. Nice. Um, next door to the salon vet. And so she, I came in, I had this like almost neon blue hair um and, and she was going to sew in so she had cut all my hair off um she braided up my top she sent me next door to dre and so with dre to do something funky with my cut put designs the line is all in it and then she sewed me in at the top and i had a blue mohawk and that was yep. that was my hair for the show um and that was the first time that like i saw myself mm-hmm. something like other than how I just view myself. Miss wow. Cindy Ware has something that she used to tell me all the time. I said, you're not regular. Okay. She used to tell me, you're not regular. Stop making you regular. You're not I regular. bet you're saying that. You're not regular. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I saw myself as not regular. Yeah. What do you think did it? Was it the hair? Was it the cut? And and it was all of your head? Okay. Because package. Cause in my head, you know, it was just like, no, this is how you have to be. This is a, you know, and it's like, no, but that's also a part of becoming all thief. True. Right. To all men so that some can be saved. True. Right. So you can't have a particular picture of what you think you are. If you're going to become all these to all men. Correct. Right. So I, I had to divorce myself from a thought of who I was and what I looked like and what that picture had to be. And that this is the picture of perfection or whatever. I had to divorce myself from that. And so it is like all of these things have come together, right? And so, pink and blonde hair, you know, today we are all, and it, it's it is all the things. I haven't gone back from the shade size. Of, I've tried, but I can't do it with the growing out. Gotcha. And, gotcha. and I like it. Uh-huh. Great, uh-huh. you know. But I'm also not married now to hair. Yes. I'm not yes. into hair. Yes. So if God needs to use the hair to tell the story, yeah, which it's been amazing, okay. because the things that happen when people you got blonde hair, yeah. And one time, I think I had purple and turquoise hair yeah. for a play. I have purple and turquoise hair. The the people who approach you yes. when you have purple and turquoise hair and when you have pink hair are not the same people. Are not the same people. Yeah. And that was black hair. No, no. It's not the same people. It's not the same people. And so now you get an opportunity to level all. True. Right. That fruit of the spirit. That fruit of that Jesus that you want to always see. That you always want to see the end. It's not about it's not about the hair. 
it's not about the hair. It's about who will be attracted to the hair. Because what they're attracted to is is the light. Yes. Yes. They think it's the hair, but it's the light. It's the light. Look at God. Yeah. Always working. Because he would, cause he would use it. Oh, that's true. That's true. He will use it. Everything will minister. Everything will teach. Everything will speak. Everything will display him if we let it. That's so true. Because you have another yes, right? Yeah. Your other yes is this book. Yeah. That you came out with. Yeah. First of all, how did that come about? And what was the yes that you had to say in order for you to get it to the finish line? So um, I had all these pieces of poetry that I had written. And and it was one day, Holy Spirit told me, okay, you need to tell the story behind the pieces. Because this, the, the pieces tell one story. Yeah. But oftentimes, some people need to see the process. Yes. And need to understand how the pieces came to be. So it becomes the full testimony yeah. of what happened. Um, and so I'm like, okay, God. And so, you know, as happens, God said, you're going to do a thing. And he said, all right. Sometimes we try to do that thing. and just say, okay, I'm going to get to work on it. And sometimes life start happening and all of life be going on. Correct. Correct. You know, that thing get further and further away from when he told you that he needed to do it. Because another thing. And just because of the thing. Instead of the thing. And I never forget one day, Holy Spirit woke me up in the morning and he said, now. I said, God be doing real abrupt stuff with me. Yeah, I'm hearing that. At night, wake me up. Instantaneous. He's a real you know, us. and I think even what I've come to learn with that is a lot of that is to get, it doesn't give me time to talk myself out of True, true. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it was now. I was like, now, now. Right. Oh, okay. All right. And I got up. I sat at the computer. I opened it up. I said, okay, God, what we doing? And then I began. Ricky, mm-hmm. he just began to show me. He began to show me what it needed to look like. He began to show me what it what it needed to say, what it needed to be. I had a collection of pieces, but he told me the pieces that needed to, to be a part of this book. He said it was volume one, and it was the stories behind it. So it's called Spirit Spoken, the spoken word journey of faith. And so it is the journey of faith that I have been on um, up until that moment. Yeah. The things that he had walks me through and trusting him. Yes. Right. And walking with him and believing him. And so it is it is telling that story that he began he began to show me literally what it needed to be. And it was like, okay, this is the first piece. And so I literally I sat at the computer and I just started writing. I just started writing. It started coming, it started coming, right? And then I finished writing. I put it all together and my husband um, was at the time he was also a part of the writing team at yeah, first, yeah. But he's one of the editors, correct, correct. And so, my husband is an editor. I sent it to him. I said, "I need you to proofread and edit this, right?" So while he's proofreading and he's editing, Holy Spirit is showing me layout. He's showing me wow. size that it needs to be. He's and he's showing me that the inside needs to feel like magazine pages, but it needs to be hard, hard bag. And he's showing me that it needs to be full of pictures because it needs to be visual, yeah. right? And so it is, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and so that every piece of it from how it feels, the weight of it, 
to how it feels, the touch of it, the texture of it, to how it looks with the visuals of it. All of it has to speak, right? Because the spirit spoke in it. All of it has to speak. And so as he's showing me, he's giving me what to do. And so I'm literally laying it out. He's showing me what to do and I'm laying it out. And then I'm going and I'm looking. I say, okay, I see the picture. I don't even know how to find, how do I know who can produce this? Like, what is that? And he literally sends me and tells me what to type in. I click on and, oh, what about it? They can do that. Oh, okay, cool. And so I found him and then, um, and then it was, oh, you need an ISBN number. Oh, you need a copyright. Oh, you need to do all this. So literally in a span of 24 hours, I wrote it, Gary edited it. I did the layout on it. I found who was going to help me self-publish it and be able to do it. I think ISBN numbers and I got it copyrighted in a span of 24 hours. So by the time I finished, which was probably about, cause I went, I literally all day at the time I got up in the morning, I wrote all day. I did all do all day and then through the night. And it was probably about two o'clock in the morning when I finished. And then I felt this, hey, hey, I got close computer. And when I closed the computer, I literally had hit send to get the draft copy of the book. Yes, yes. The From morning to morning, completion of the book. God has spoken, a.k.a. Spirit Swuttle. Yeah, and when the book came and I held it in my hand, again, whip because saw God. yes yep yep and that's another moment like when you when you the the moment that you get to see yes with god that so very true there was oh you can't beat that can't beat that you can't take it away can't take it away can't nobody take that away um and then Holy Spirit comes and says, spoken word is meant to be heard, not just read. There it is. Oh, okay. All right. So now you're going to record it. There it is. Oh, okay. There it is. Okay. I was hoping she got to it. <laughs> I was hoping she got to it. By God, she did. <laughs> Talk to us. Yeah. So then he told me that I needed to ask Super Shy Callahan, 2SC, my brother, my friend. And this great man. Great man. Um, He to ask him um, to partner with me to produce this project. But listen to this. As you're talking, I'm just lashing back on what you have said. And prior to you talking to Sean, JT Redtober came to you and asked you to partner with him. Now you are the one that's partnered. Just how it just bowled to the bone to the bone. See, and JT's what is after me and Sean's. But instead of that, I I had Sharon come to me about collaborating and doing that, and then JT came to me about collaborating and two men. Uh, and with, and even with that, it was, um, I couldn't send Sean because all of the pieces there, part of the project, all pieces that I ministered, I had ministered before. Yeah. And when God gives me a piece and I'm, I'm ministering, you have a particular cadence within, okay. you have a particular way that you minister, right? And all of that. But 
I couldn't send him an audio recording of any of that. Um, I sent him, initially, Holy Spirit told me to tell him, I just need you to create. I need you to hear from God and just create. Just create. This is, this is how many pieces we're going to have. And I just need you to create. And so he started, he was like, okay. And so he just started creating, started creating. And then he asked me, okay, now I'm at a place. Can you send me the pieces? So I sent him the pieces in written form. Man, I actually sent him the draft of the book. I sent him the draft of the book so that he had all the pieces of written work. And then and then he finished creating. Because it had to be the breath of God in the music as much as the breath of God was in the lyric. Yes, yes, I love that. Um, and so when he finished, he was like, okay, this is what I got. He sent it to me and I literally napped. I was like, oh, you are funny, son. You as a Sean or you as a guy? Both. Okay. Okay. Both. I said, oh, this is up me because this is about to stretch me. Okay. Because they had the feel of what God had given him was totally different than the feel that God had given me on my initial presentation of that piece. Yes. Yes. Totally different. Okay. And so when we go in to record them, I'm already like, what is, what is nigga? What is nail? Because he didn't even give me the tracks to listen to, really listen to beforehand. Okay. I think he probably came into the, my office and just played them for me. Right. So again, I can't have no premeditation. On what. Not yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yep. So we scheduled the time. I went to the studio and essentially he put me in a booth. He said, okay, Mr. Nick. He said, let's see what God wants to do. Again, let's just see what God wants to do. He hit play and record. And we just went in to go in and do. And so, like, Believe Larger has probably become one of my favorite pieces. And it was one of the most uncomfortable pieces for me to record. Because it was the most unlikely. Okay. 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 Gotcha. It was the most unlike me. And I was like, Sean is stretching. They all allowed mannequins. Uh, had me scatting at the end, and I was like, "Yeah, uh, again, I'm a singer." <laughs> um, but that's what was bubbling up at me, and Shaw was like, "Let's go, let's go." That's what you're gonna do. It was the whole thing, and so it was the pushing and the pulling. Again, in that community of creatives, right? And so working with him on that project was all good. It was. And what was beautiful even about the outcome of that project is that even though while a lot of, of course, my, my family and all my friends and church friends have heard it and all of that stuff, it is the people who, like, they're not church goers. Yes, yes. It is the people that we went to college with okay. that were calling my husband and, and sending him videos of them playing um, the music in their classroom for their children, um, their, for their students. It is them riding into work in the morning and being encouraged by Diamond in the Rough. And they are listening to that, and that's how they're driving in to prepare for their day. It is the hearing that is on my sister's playlist of affirmations in the morning for my niece. It is it, it is the the men calling in to talk about how it is encouraging it is encouraging them. And so it is it is all of those yeah, things yeah. that it's like that, even if it's not but one. 
it, it was worth the end. Yeah. It was worth the it was worth doing the project more. But it's it is all of those things that just make my heart smile and it's like, yeah. God. At the other end of the yeah, like man, it's so much in there, so much in your yeses and how it just strings along um a story, right? I was about to say the beautiful tapestry, just thinking of other projects that we met, but just the beautiful tapestry that's being painted and presented um, just before us all because of your yeses, because you said yes and done what was necessary to fulfill the yes, right? Because sometimes it calls you to stretch beyond what you wanted to do. It calls you to do things that you normally wouldn't do. But then on the other end, the tremendous results yield such great benefit that you'll forget the things that you had to do and the things that you had to overcome because you hear the voices, you hear the people, you hear the encouragement, the testimonies, and um, the uplifting. You see your kids, right? Uh, somebody so that you can't see your kids, right? Because if you see your kids involved, <laughs> you won't be no good, right? Uh, but it's just all of those things that I love that brings it all together, Um and it brings it all together well, right? But overall, the thread that's bringing it all together is first your life. It's the yeses, right? Uh, and so before we go, there's you have to talk to the people about the importance of yes. The importance of yes. How to think about legacy when I think about the importance of yes. Here recently, I think I posted a video um, that shows me as a little yeah in the background of the shot me as a little girl you look past my the man who is my uncle now but wasn't my uncle i'm standing there with my grandmother in church and they're praying and they're worshiping and my grandmother is worshiping and i'm looking at him and then i look up at her and then i raise my hand raise my hand and then i start to clap and i was probably about and my grandmother had decided to give her yes to God. And that started something. And then I was nine when I watched my dad give his yes to God. Wow. And I watched him get filled with wisdom. Homes to watching him and then watching how his yes changed his behavior it altered everything about where he went and what he did and what he said and what he spoke like everything yes and so much so that i gave my yes to god okay and my yes to god protected me and helped to guide me growing up and not the nicest of areas and neighborhoods and situations it protected me and and god held me and god kept me and then god began to or he ordered my steps and then that yes led me to revealing truth ministries that yes led me to so many people it is one yes after the next but there's always another yes that's required and as a result of my yes how my husband's life has been changed because Holy Spirit told me that, yes, this was going to be our church home, but I had to wait for my husband. He gave his yes. And then I watched my children and I watched who they're connected to 
I watch how their lives are totally shifted and fulfilled as a result of being connected to Ashley and connected to Janelle and connected to Shiva and connected to Deborah and just all of those things and Demetrius yeah. and, and Avery and Gamage and how their lives are shaped at Antoine and all that he pours into my son. Yeah. And how that has shaped and Pastor Smotherman and how he has poured into my son as a little boy. Trey walked with him side by side, cleaning windows and wanted to serve everywhere Pastor Smotherman went. He wanted to be there. And so he has such a, such a heart of a servant because he wanted to be Pastor Smotherman's mirror image when he was born. And so it is that that yes, it's like it's one yes after the next yes after the next yes has been has impacted generations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Truly, from grandmother till Trey. Yeah, and I know that there is so much more to come. Yes, that the story is still being written. Still, you know, and there's so much more to say. But I'm thankful, and that's why I don't take one yes for granted, one opportunity, and one moment to say, God, what do you? How do you have need of me? What are you doing in the earth that you want me to be a part of? Because it is that. I think it's it's what the yes does then for for another family. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think about how the yes, so my my yes being a part of because I was afraid, but. Holy Spirit said to do it, to audition for the greatest showman that stage play is and do that. As a result of me doing that, then I get testimony from other people who were afraid or didn't think that they could do it. And they decided that they were going to audition for the production the next year. And so we had so many of our RTO family a part of the Lion King because of the yes that I gave. Being a part of the greatest showman. You never know how your guests will impact somebody else. Yep. Because there's always a who on the other side of it. And so it is that and why it's so important for us to continue to give our yes. Correct. To not be stagnant about it and not to think that, oh, the last yes was a... It's like it's way back to way. Yep. Yes. 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 After yes. Yes, and it, as long as you continue to give the yes, he'll continue to use. That's so true. That's so true and so good. From Noah to Miss Randy, right? The impact of yes and the people on the other end of the yes is what we've even heard. And of course, I want to give you the opportunity to share all of the ways in which people can get in contact with you. Um, but even before I actually do that. I also want to like highlight what has been said, but I want to make sure you hear it is we go to a great church, right? Revealing True Ministries, RTM Nation, right? It's a gem and a jewel, especially for creatives as one of our desires at our church is to win back the creatives, right? And uh, we do it in so many different ways. She talked about the various ways she's matriculated through the creative abilities that you're able to do from drama to singing to praise dancing to praise worship leader, right? Um, but then even from us doing plays, from us doing film as well, um, us having groups, right? Sound of Truth and having a recordings and having a, a studio, right? That's not really what it's a soundboard, but a studio. Yeah. But doing recordings and the list goes on. 
And all that to say, like, it not only has allowed for Miss Rainey to uh, fine tune all that's been within her, right? All these years, because she was born with these capabilities. She was born with these abilities. Um, however, in the spaces that she say yes to, she's been able to prune what, what, what did not need to be there so that what was there could shine brighter. And so as people want to be in contact with you and reach out to you and to indulge in the music and the books and, you know, soak up the, the brightness that you are, where can they do that? You can find me on Instagram at at I am Randy J Norman uh, and on Facebook um, for at the same, um, and then you can find the Spirit Spoken is the audio version is on everywhere you get stream music until Spotify, iTunes, yeah. all of the places, Apple Music. Yeah. Um, it's title it's on all of the places. Um, and then you can also find me. Um, you can find the book. Uh, my website is randyjnorman.com. There it is. Um, so you can find me there. I want to make sure she said that. Now, everything that she said will be in the description down below, uh, and it will be in clickable form right on YouTube. So just to make it easy for you all to not only hear and see what you did see, but also take part in it in your life, right? Because let me just ask you this. What's your favorite song? I know you said they were all hard pieces, but what's your favorite, if there is a favorite song from uh, the album, or would it be? Um... From the album, my favorite one is probably Mannequin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And why Mannequin? Um, because it was the biggest stretch for me. Yes. But then it also really spoke to me just about how and what I do is I wear him. Yes. And that's why I wanted to come out, right? Because you spoke to it. Um, in the midst of the dance, right? That was the first time he was able to feel God use you, all of you in the space that you were in. And I do get that vibe when I do hear Mannequin being in a, not too long, heard it, uh, for part of the church. But even with that, just seeing that embodiment, and I was putting it together like, hmm, I wonder. Oh, I like so nice, it's good. Yeah. Mannequin. And y'all have to let us know what's your favorite song from her album what's your favorite poem from the book what's your favorite what's your favorite randy moments right because randy has so many she is a trailblazer right if you all go to the church y'all know she'll come to the mic especially if it's to the ladies there's a thing that she does i'm not gonna say it and uh i'm gonna just say you need to be in a place if you want to know what it is that she does what it is that she says it's a movie it is a movement and uh anybody else may try to come don't even do it don't even do it we i am I'm speaking for them i say we i have tried it right I mean, you know that sounds like what you would say it, just, it don't get the same it's not the same there's a way and she has it okay uh but i would say if i became after a yes it was another yes that she said yes to and it birthed the intro of all intros that you can be in a whole nother room, eyes closed. And if you hear the intro, you already know who it is, <laughs> what's it for, and what's about to come after. But all of the same, I mean, it's great times. It's great times, fun times, always when Ms. Randy J is in the place and the building. Um, if people want to get you to host or for you to speak at their engagement, 
Is there a way for them to do so that is for that as well? Absolutely. So on the website, RangerJNorman.com, or even on my IG, the link in bio, there's a um, a booking request there. And so you can always reach out there. You can always embarrass me, DM me, but you can also fill out the form um, and do that. And then um, you can also find me, which it's been interesting. I, um, somebody, as a matter of fact, Jason McGriff kind of um, hit me to this place called, this site called Geek Salad, which okay. a lot of um, creatives are out there on it. And that's actually, it's just another avenue there. And God has connected me to people that are outside my regular circle. And so I got to do an awesome project with a church um, in Lakeland um, over the Christmas holidays. And they found me there. Um, and so it was awesome. We just didn't, they found me there and made a phone call. And so I got to do some great ministry with them over there. And so that's another way, which you could definitely find me on the website. I love that. Now, you didn't drop it, right? So I'm going to just start it and see what happens because I'm on your Facebook and Instagram as well. And I happen to see you doing some type of voiceover situation. Yeah, yeah. That's a new one. That's a new one to the belt. So it's a new one, but it's not. And say that's another one of those things that my daddy used to say all the time that everything for the house is in the house. Yeah. And he used to say that to us as children because he would say that anything that you think you want to do, anything you think you want to be, that there is opportunity for you to discover it, for you to try it, for you to put your feet in the water in, in the house of God. There's a place for you to do that. Um, and at the same time, then everything that you need to cultivate that gift is there yeah. and everything that the house needs to reach who the house is called to reach is in others it's in a, right yeah. everything for the house is in the house and i've so come to understand that in yeah. adult life Very true. and so with the voiceover work the truth of the matter is that all of my training and everything that i know about doing voiceover and being comfortable in the booth with headphones and doing all of that has come from ministry and so i recently last year Holy Spirit told me to go and connect with the company and go and get, like, go through their training and learn about the industry and all that. So I did all of that and all the things were happening. And so finally, I got to go into the booth to record my demo. And so this is the thing, though. This is why. Yes, isn't it? Oh, yes. So I went into the booth and we are in the recording. They, they Skype in, you know, the, the people from New York because that's who um, the company that I was working with. Um, they're out of New York, and so he's coming in, and I have my scripts. I have, what, maybe eight scripts that I have, um, and so we go in. They book you for two hours. Literally, everyone, I sit down. We go through It's one take, and he's like, whoa. Mm. I like what you did there. What's your favorite part? Okay, great. Some of them, he was like, okay, let's just do that part, you know, just like you did it. Okay, you know, so everything was one take. If they took the whole thing or it was, let's just cut it down and I just want that. Yeah. And it was, I got to figure out how I want to use them all. And at the end, he said to me, I know that you say you've never done this professionally and that you've been doing this for ministry. He was like, I can tell that your heart is there and whatever you've been doing, you've been doing it well. Wow. Keep doing it keep doing it he said every moment that you spent on the microphone in the booth on the stage all of it has mattered and the engineer tells me afterwards we've never had anybody come in and in under an hour finish the demo wow never i've never had anybody do one takes and he's like 
the engineers like, I do this all the time. They send up here all the time. Never. They always use a dole to out. Wow. And I said, that is nothing but God. And it is a, it is, it is tremendously as a result of the yes and being willing to be used in ministry. True. Being willing to be stretched. Being willing to do when someone asks you to do a thing that you've never done before. Be willing to do that. And then, and it just opens up more avenues and opportunities and unpacks more of what's in there already. True. True. So, even the voice over work. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's all God. Mm-hmm. Yet again. Yeah. The power of the yes. Yeah. My Lord, my God. As a creator for the kingdom of God, you're able to do so because of your yes. And your yes opens doors for others to walk through. Um, but then also is a testament for others to say yes and how that yes will be impactful for others. Right. Um, so I'm excited, man, largely too, because I believe that fun things, great things are along the horizon, which we're going to probably have to do this again in 2023, right? <laughs> Just to follow up, like, oh, what was that like? What was it like when you did that? What was, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just good. It's good to be around great people on one hand, but then it's also, too, to be around people that are shining their light and are being a witness for the kingdom, drawing others to the kingdom and making the kingdom look. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot going out there in this world, but uh, what you're doing is impactful in a great way and uh keep letting your light shine let your blonde be blonde and your accent color be your accent color because people love it it's drawing them to you which is also drawing them to god man it's your it's your thing now i can't even imagine you being regular now right because i'm just so used to the the swoosh and the color like i'm looking at it through the camera and i was like that's what i'm used to saying you know what I'm saying? And I feel like those watching like to see it too. Uh, keep in mind, and that's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Even the overseer is learning how to do the slope. Uh, but like I said, a little too long because there is a man on the other end. Beside, not on the other end, on beside. His name is Dickie Gary. And uh, he knew your number too. Okay. He said yes to God. I mean, he also, I believe, will say yes to the man. Shut <laughs> But yeah, very meanwhile, we thank you. I love you and I appreciate you all. Again, with it, all the various ways of getting in contact with Miss Rainey will be down and listed below because she is a jewel and she has a light that as you come in contact with her, right? Be it through the spoken word, be it through spoken words on the website that she has, be it through her music um, or features that she's even on or just even her Instagram and Facebook, you too will see and be impacted by the light that's on the inside of her and it'll make your day brighter and if you allow for those days to continue to string along it'll make your week brighter your month brighter and then your years as well so thank you thank you miss randy 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 Jane, for the opportunity to sit down yes ma'am and talk because like i said i told y'all it's gonna be a good what was my ending of my day i said I'm sure you'll be impressed at some point of this podcast. And I'm sure it's been point out the point of the point I've been impressed of days I thought I knew, but now I really know. And I'm sure you do as well. So, and it all with all great people, I will see you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>